Yeah. All right. So six days went by. <laughs> Has it been? <laughs> Yo, we back though. Them days be quick. Doesn't matter how Yo. many time, how many days went by. It could have been dun, twenty dun, minutes. Dun, 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 dun. That's the quantum leap. Evening and then day. <laughs> the first day. <laughs> Yo, you just you just aged yourself. You'll be the quantum dick. leap. That was like my favorite show. Yeah, back yeah, yeah. I love yeah, quantum leap. Wow. Yeah, I think the people know that we old. <laughs> By now, we just old heads. Yo, we gonna change the we gotta change the no podcast for old men, B. <laughs> Duh, we sitting here talking about the Bible. Of course we old. Straight <laughs> up. We're not talking about we're not talking about what's popping. <laughs> the next flex. <laughs> the shorties. <laughs> who did who with what? <laughs> Who's with who? Who left who? <laughs> who left who? <laughs> <laughs> you worried up chasing clout? Wait, clout, clout chasing? Yeah, chasing yeah, clout, clout chasing. What's that? I don't know. You see, you don't know because you're old. <laughs> nah, I thought, that, not, I thought no. that was a movie. Isn't like Meatball Cloud or Cloud Meatball? <laughs> oh. What is that? Yeah, I don't nah, know. you you on you nah, on second we, base with a hockey stick though. <laughs> You gone dog. Yeah, we old man. We we talk about Yo, you God. right though. Who yo, God. we talking about the Bible. The Bible's an old book, man. That's an old book. <laughs> it's the God. oldest book ever. <laughs> yeah, we sitting here talking Yeah, about man, we Bible. talking about the Bible. We're not talking about You know somebody's gonna uh hit Ralph and be like, The Bible's not old. <laughs> <laughs> it was formed in the Council of Nicaea. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We we gonna we gonna get that. Yo, that was wow. Tell him about the person because uh, the white man. Oh <laughs> man, because the white man, the slave masters used it <laughs> to keep you in check. That's, that's the argument. That's, that's the, the argument that's gonna suck you. Yo, Ralph, oh, tell him about the person man. you was talking about the the Bible man on no, Facebook. Yeah, Ralph this, got into a Facebook fight. No, the, <laughs> he, the, the the guy was just saying how um, why could you believe in the Bible? I, you know what what gives it any authority? And I kind of had to bring him to the point that um, historical evidence and and textual criticism. Majority of people do not know. Um, that's what we base all of our studies from. Like anything that you've studied in un- universities and colleges and in high school or whatever, you know what I'm saying? All history comes from you know manuscripts and documents like Homer's Iliad, um, Aristotle Poetics. All these things have. Um, it's all about manuscripts that they've collected because those people, Aristotle never wrote his own thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's all people that wrote about him and they collected and they um, gathered all the manuscripts that they have of him and they see which are consistent, coherent, um, so that they can say, all right, this best describes his work. And then they put it out and then we study it and we take it as, you know, with, with faith. That, yo, this was truly what Aristotle wrote. This is truly what Homer's Iliad was about. Mm-hmm. It's truly what um, the whole, the, the Gaelic Wars, you know, all these things, right? So, and like Homer's Iliad was one of the best examples that people have where, and he had like about 100 manuscripts and it was collected almost like 1,000 to 2,000 years after the events took place, right? So this is what the best that universities, academia have. And the Bible we have, like for the New Testament, we have over 6,000 manuscripts mm. of collected uh, data, right? And all of it was within decades of when the actual events, of when Jesus walked the scene. And we have eyewitnesses, eyewitness accounts. Yeah. So, like, I'm, so this is what, based on textual criticism, and this is what historic, historians look for to see how accurate uh, work of literature 
you know, that we can trust in. And then we put it out as historical books and we could study this and take it as faith. One of the great, one of the um, historians like Bart Ehrman currently, he's, he's a non-believer. He's a university professor and he teaches that the Bible, the New Testament is the best literature that everyone ever seen. Mm. And he's non-believer. Wow. You know, he's an, and he says, there's nothing that can compare to this. Because it checks all the boxes. It checks all the boxes. Mm. You know, we have 40 different authors, 66 books, written over three continents, three different languages, you know, over a span of 1,500 years. And all of it is internally consistent and coherent, one message. And, you know, one of the best things that I like is that uh, not only after the, the, the Bible was after, you know, it was gathered together and we have it written, right? Then we have... Um, it was translated into Syriac, uh, Latin, and Coptic, right? After it was translated into those three different languages, and uh, early church fathers also had a problem where uh, every time they wrote a letter to their members or fellow congregations, they wrote down scriptures. They, they, that's their problem. They had to write down scriptures mm-hmm. for everything, verbatim, right? And they said just from the early church fathers, all right, if they gathered all their material, they could reproduce the Bible. 95% of the Bible could be reproduced wow. just from their letters That's from crazy. that they were sending for family members and congregation, right? Mm. So now you're telling me, so now with all of this, that all coincided, right? So if a person would ever say, like when people come say, oh, it was rewritten, it was uh, some people changed it and changed. Whoever changed it, right, they would have to go back and change the Syriac, right? Mm. They would have to change the Coptic, they would have to change the Latin. They would have to change the Greek. They would have to change the early church fathers and make sure they don't show their, their ink work, right, uh, to show that they didn't change the word. They had to hide all of that to show <laughs> that it was changed. So there's no way, you know, uh, you could change all of that. Wow. You, you see what I'm saying? There's many different levels you have to go through. Um, like Ralph you, would say, you, that's phenomenal. You know what I, and you know what I like? It's amazing. No, no, you know what I like where, where we have um, – Certain historians, right? Like you mentioned Homer. <laughs> right. It's you know, there's hundreds, uh, right? Hundreds of manuscripts, yeah. and that's considered credible, right? Yeah. Because it checks all the boxes. Right. Yo, God is yo, God go overboard. Overboard. No, people think God is stupid. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's all it is. B. He he goes overboard stupid, and he's B. like, you know what? I'm gonna give you thousands. Yeah. What was it? Six thousand? Six thousand. I'll give you six thousand. Now you say compare it to what you consider to be credible, credible source or all the evidences or all the boxes are checked where universities or academia will be like, yo, this is credible. People mm-hmm. like, you know what? You got hundreds. I'm going to give you $6. It's foolproof, yeah. though. You know, right. And on top of that, it to all requires faith. Because everything, every argument that you're bringing now against the Bible, it's because of information that somebody gave you. <laughs> right. It's not information that you went out there and personally... You know, no, you saw yourself. You had to take the faith of somebody else saying, this is what I found or this is what I see. And that's why I love, that's what Paul's argument was. Mm-hmm. And I think it was in Corinthians. When Paul yeah, is like, yeah. this whole, this gospel that I'm bringing you, it all came from eyewitness accounts. That's why he was like, Jesus appeared himself to the 12. And then, you know, he showed, he's like, mm-hmm. all of this was eyewitness account. You know, this is what I'm giving you. And it's crazy how people will always um, take, like when you go to a court of law, eyewitness account is right. what's needed to prove somebody guilty or innocent. That's what it's all about. You bring right. the evidence and you bring the eyewitnesses. Right. You know, this is what I saw. This is what I saw. Or you bring the experts. 
you know, you'll right. bring forensic science and all of that. So you do all of that and you'll believe in that. Right. You'll take that and be like, that person is guilty or innocent off of that. But right. when it comes to God, and I tell people that all the time, how you, I'm like, this, this, is, this is eyewitness account. I'm like, John is an eyewitness. Right. Paul was an eyewitness. Mm-hmm. Peter is an eyewitness. This is eyewitness account. And, you know, I believe, I believe in those eyewitnesses accounts just like if it was a court of law. And Word. I'm like, but you would you would do it like you know, in OJ Simpson, you like, oh, OJ did this. OJ. It was all eyewitness. So it's like, why would you? Apl- that's applicable to that, but it's not applicable to the Bible. Yo, people, people are hypocrites, hypocrites and they're fake, man. dog. Yeah, fake. All of us, dog. Yeah, me included. And I think yeah. I think we spoke about it um, in the last episode about you know the devil. You know, he would kill all that, but he right. can't. He can't kill the fact that th- these manuscripts are there. Right. And they found them, right? right. And it's super exaggerated. They're six thousand, so you can't dispute the facts. Right. But then you'll kill it with doubt, mm. right? So right. you have people out there that's their whole job is to discredit what you know is true. Right. And and you know what? And you know what's awesome? How God is so amazing is that that's why He gave us over twenty five thousand archaeological evidence. You know, there's 25,000 so far record of things that has written in the scriptures that has been proven through mm. archaeological digs. You know, of names that were they found imprinted on stones and buildings and all these things that were found that was proving. In fact, um, just um, navigating the ocean. One of the biggest things that uh, a lot of folks don't even know is that um, there's waterways that's under the that's um, that boats use in order to travel. Like uh, when they were discovering worlds, they use these waterways on um, the way the the water travels in order for them to go along with you know the waves or whatever to travel from continent to continent. That was found by one of the great um, navy men that I forget his name exactly, but he was lit going through the scriptures and and the scriptures in Psalms it says it talks about these waterways and never no one believed it, but he says yo there's waterways there's a path along the ocean for you to be able to navigate. And they found it, and that mm. and that's is what people are actually currently using to travel the oceans, wow. but they don't even realize that. Wow. So let me ask you a question: Why do you think uh, people do that? They don't want to believe in all of that, all the evidence you gave them. It's always moral sin. Because of what? <laughs> because because they love they what? have to believe in God. They, they, they love the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> I know they didn't hear that in right, a minute, right, dog. People, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, with that, welcome to the Knowing Part podcast. Yeah, you gotta stop Ralph, man, because he'll go on. He'll be this is that's his element, dog. He'll do an hour right there. Yeah, we here, man, discussing the Word of God because by faith we believe it. Yeah, and, 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 and that's it. That's. <laughs> I can't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's as far as my argument goes. <laughs> yo, me. yo, Google the rest. Yo, me. you know why? Because in faith, I believe it. That's it. Though. I believe the word of God. Straight up. And I look outside. I see the sun. I see the moon. And I see people. Romans one. Hey man, there's a creator. That's it. <laughs> By faith, and that's his word. Or I believe it. <laughs> so we, we're gonna we're gonna pray for Facebook, man. <laughs> So we gotta pray for and him. Ralph and his Facebook fights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I mean those those are things that where you guys could hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Twitter, email. But if anybody still does that, <laughs> email. Yo, and just still waiting for that email. No, <laughs> no, in part podcast at gmail.com. No, in part pod. 
Oh my bad. The knowing no part, part pod. You keep waiting for that. And just waiting for G. While everybody's on Facebook and Instagram fighting. Ain't nobody emailing. I have my fair share of fights. <laughs> but it's not it's, we're not here to fight we're yeah, not here to not argue at all, not at all and you know the title says we know in part man we just love um just getting together and reading about the most amazing person ever he's the dopest man you know and man it's a privilege we're we're privileged to be able to do this amen so amen. we we left off uh, last week, chapter eleven, Mary, um, twelve, yeah, yeah, chapter twelve, Mary. Oh, yeah, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm always messing up the. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been six days. It's been six days, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long, and I get mixed up. Mary, uh, um, you know, wiping her hair with a uh, precious ointment, uh, um, oil, spike nard, spike nard, uh, at the feet of Jesus, and just. Just that act of worship, you know, preparing his body for um Burial. for what was to come, mm-hmm. you know, for for his death, um, and it's just it's just beautiful, just her sacrifice and how we should live, just always being ready to give our best, mm-hmm. sacrificing, you know, the things that's most precious to us. Um, I know Ralph mentioned it, it, it you know, for women that that would the act w- would be humiliating, but she didn't care. You know, she was um, honoring her Lord and she was worshiping Jesus. And um, just the act of, that he did before, you know, resurrecting Lazarus from the dead and just seeing, you know, how, you know, doing good things bring haters and the plot of the enemy. Uh, we saw we saw uh, insight into the character of Judas, right, revealed. And uh, we saw... Um, things reaching critical mass for the religious leaders where now they kind of have to uh, really expedite this plot to kill Jesus because, you know, they notice that the whole world is coming, you know, after him now. People are believing. People are being saved. We saw that. And, you know, Jesus kind of broke it down, you know, with his uh, metaphor with the wheat dying, um, being fruitful. You know, just just prophesying about things to come and uh, the judgment, right? The judgment that's going to come, the word. You know, when he came, he was speaking his, his the word of God, you know, and the things that he was doing was based on the word of God. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't come here to judge. I came here to bring salvation. And that's what's going to that's what's going to judge you. The word. Yeah. And um, I also like the the whole thing. Um, I was just thinking about as you guys were speaking about um how everything is interconnected um, with, with uh, Mer, I think it was myrrh that, Mer, that Mary Bethany used, right? Uh, the spike nod, I think it was a myrrh. That was if we, um, when you combine it with, uh, with the other gospels and all of that just works together because we remember the three gifts that was brought to, to Jesus when he was birthed. It was, mm-hmm. it was uh, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, mm-hmm. you know, and it was just a picture. I'm just thinking about how, you know, the, the the gold representing his divinity, him being God, the frankincense was his priesthood, him being the high priest, how our high priest, and him as our high priest, you know, interceding for us, um, before the Father, you know, going to the cross for us, and that myrrh was for his burial, 
you know, mm-hmm. which is another picture of, you know, if you go, when you go to Revelation, I don't, not a spoiler, but, you know, the church of Smyrna was also a picture because I think Myrrh was there and Smyrna was that suffering and that was the church of suffering, you know, and that was one of the, the only, one of the churches that um, didn't have any uh, negative uh, comments, you know, mm. so because they were the suffering church. So you see that picture of like all these things working together, um, you know, right. on, yeah. our, on our Lord. That's crazy you said that because, and this is probably pretty out there, but smells bring memories, mm. right? So yes. that, um, can you imagine her breaking that, that bottle and, you know, anointing him with it. If it, that smell brought back memory of yeah. when he was born or when he was a child mm. and his whole life, Mm. sort of past you know the, the memories are going through his head at that moment knowing that he was about to to die mm-hmm. you know that's just yeah so, so the book of john kind of shifts yeah um after chapter 11 uh you know chapter 12 we kind of ended it with jesus hiding himself right he he kind of you know after he spoke these things he he kind of removed himself from the crowd you know, we get that picture and um it's it's days before him being put to death right so imagine you had a week to live all right and and three four five days you're gonna be crucified and you're gonna give up your life what are you gonna do in these this final week or these final few days how are you gonna live it out all right I remember back in the days they had a song. Yeah. <laughs> if you had twenty four hours to live. Hours to live. Who, who was on that song? Yo, it was um, <laughs> let me say DMX, the locks. <laughs> oh. and, you, and you could go over there and see what they would have done in yeah. twenty four hours. Yeah. It was it was madness. <laughs> right? It was darkness. If you got twenty four hours to live. Yo, don't sing the whole thing. thing. Don't <laughs> sing the whole thing. No, no. And, and, and what would you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. would you think? Yeah. And we're getting the picture of uh Jesus Christ. He had he had a a few days. Yeah. Right? Uh he started his ministry, you know, three years, three and a half years ago. Um and, and back in chapter two, he spoke about this hour. And now the hour is upon him. Right. Yeah. This hour that he was always referencing. And he referenced it throughout John a few times. And now yeah. the, the hour's upon him now. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just, you know, as you mentioned that about um, uh, having a, a few days to live in the hours upon him. And when you said, what, what would you do? And I like that the, the, we open up uh, how he, with this meal, this precious meal he's having with his, with his friends, mm-hmm. his beloved, you know, with Mary and mm-hmm. Martha and Lazarus and and I'm and I'm and I'm thinking of Simon because you know he was the leper. Could you imagine that he was ostracized from his family? He didn't have fellowship with anybody. No one ever held him, touched him, hold his hand or anything. And now he's sitting at the the table with Jesus having supper. So his last days, he's with his loved ones. Right. And isn't that how we should live our lives? Right. Like we have twenty four hours. Maybe we have a minute. Maybe we have hours but it's like you we, said we a couple, live in expectancy of the rapture happening. but you said that a couple of episodes ago where you was like um when you asked that question do people think about their mortality mm, you know yeah. when we was going through it where you was like um you know people don't expect to die tomorrow 
They don't. You know, you're not thinking about that. When I was like, you know, people's YOLO, and you was like, yo, they're going to YOLO, and they're going to YOLO again, and they're going to YOLO again. <laughs> you know, you said that, and because I was thinking the other way, but when you said that, I was like, you're right. You know, people's not thinking about dying tomorrow. Bro, you know? look, at, look at 2020. If the corona is not bringing to the forefront of your mind the, your mortality, right? Regardless of, you know, the facts that's out there, we know. But it's just a reminder mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that final enemy of death, it's, it's right there. It's always right there. Always. Obviously, for the Christians, we see it differently, right? It's not an end for us. It, you know, it's a transition, right? But yeah. for those that have received the light and haven't done anything with the light, right? This is, this is a critical decision, a life eternal decision that has to be done right so mm-hmm. we're gonna see jesus christ in his final days and how he decides to spend that time mm. and what he decides to do Word. and i think it's uh, um you know like you said he's with people that he love and i think it it, it kind of it opens up the chapter opens up stressing that mm. yeah because he's coming to like it says the hour is here so and the final the final act was this um was the triumphal entry mm-hmm. you know that was his mm-hmm. final public you mm-hmm. know like okay that's I, it right that's i am the king of the I'm jews the of i am the messiah yep. i fulfilled all of this and it's over you know and now it's now it's time to face this hour and it's crazy like we read we uh said last time he was troubled mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even though no matter how much he knew that this hour was coming. It doesn't matter. It's still death. Right. Like he still had to, and it still troubled him. Like you could be, you could get prepared all you want for something, but you know, it's like you know you got to speak or you know you got to perform or you got to do something. Yeah. But yeah. when that time comes, the butterflies still come in your stomach. You still get nervous. You still get sweaty. Because he was a man, you know. Like, uh, and not only that, he was gonna bear the sins of the world. And that's that the, was the part. That's and that's the and to think about it, that's the he was about to get on the greatest stage. Like you can't that you know what he was about to do was the greatest act a man has ever done in history. That's why time revolves around the cross. Yep. That's why you have AD and BC. Everything revolves around that act. Yep. He was about to get on center stage and mm-hmm. it troubled him. Like this this was this was it. This was it. So let's get into chapter 13. Um, Let's read from 1 to 6. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. And supper being ended, the devil having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? 
Mm-hmm. The hour had come, right? And we see, you know, it says, having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. You know, it's describing, you know, if you go into the words used, it's describing this deep, this deep love. Like he loved his he loved his disciples. He loved all of them. Hmm. All right. Yeah, and Judas, including Judas. Yeah, including Judas. That's deep. <clears throat> Utterly and completely could be how you could translate that too. Yeah, he completely like that love was just complete. It was full. Um, but not every not not everybody received that love. That love is not received by everybody. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking, you know, like chapter 12, it was like six days before the Passover. Chapter 13 says now before the feast of the Passover, like just the stressing. It's 24 hours like. Yeah, it's it's 24 hours, but the Passover was always a symbol of, you know, um, putting the blood of the the lamb on the door, Mm -hmm. death passing over. Like Jesus was was going to be our Passover. Like it was like God, this wasn't. It wasn't a coincidence. This was all a part of God's plan. And this was always to point to Jesus about, you know, him fulfilling these things of the Old Testament, even the feast days, you know. And it was always to leave a sign for people to believe in him. This is why these things were done. This is just not to, you know, he wasn't going to die during the Passover just because, oh, it's a coincidence. It was the Passover. No, it was him to be our Passover. You know, for his blood, mm-hmm. you know, being spilled for us, that death could pass over us. Yep. You know? So, we, you know, even from the last chapter, we're seeing uh, this fellowship, right? Jesus is with the people he loved. We know he loved uh, Mary, Martha, Lazarus. You know, so the last chapter we read about him being at, uh, you know, the house of Simon. Mm-hmm the leper being the the um guest of honor at this you know supper that they threw for him and now he's with his disciples right and it, it again it is just stressing how much he loved them and we're seeing this time right at the end of um 12 he kind of withdrew himself from the crowd from the craziness and now he's just spending time with with people that he's close with um so yeah. He rose, he rose from the supper. Yeah, and um, so the washing of the feet. Yeah. No, but, but Go ahead. even but before, before we get uh, to that, we're seeing, right, the devil. Mm, okay. The devil <laughs> doing his work, right? Yeah. Already put in the heart of Judas, Judas to betray him. Judas was, wasn't safe. He was never safe. He never believed. Judas did not believe. Mm. No, he did not believe in the the, and th- that's a very scary thought to know that he was with them. F- he was with Jesus for three years, performing miracles and seeing all these wonderful things, and he was not saved. He was not saved. You know, so someone he, could easily he be did deceived. miracles himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he that's was not saved. He didn't believe in the light. He didn't accept the light. So he ended up stumbling in darkness. Right. So he was going. He was playing religion. He was going through motions. Totally. You know, it was all a front. 
and I could imagine how many times Jesus must have looked at him, you know, because uh, he he carried that money bag as we spoke, uh, as we read before mm-hmm. in the prior podcast about you know you know about oh Mary you spent all of that, and, you know we could have given to the poor. I could imagine how many times he's pilfered from that money box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it says it. Yeah, he was stealing from there. Yeah, he was stealing. How many times? And how you know how many times Jesus looked at him and said. How much did we get today? Knowing that you know there was like a hundred dollars in there, but he put twenty in his pocket and he told and he looked at Jesus. Oh, only eighty, you know. And Jesus said, "Okay." Probably looked yeah. at him with compassion. You too. know, looked at him with compassion. Like I know. How many times did that happen? Oh, you know how? Because he's remember he's talking to to God right. and lying to God. You know what level <laughs> of depravity? Yeah. You have to be at. Because you're exposed to the light. Yeah. And this is this is he never believed. Yeah. And it's you see the motive was money. You know, and it's kinda like how Jesus was like, You can't serve God and mammon. Mm-hmm. You know, when he says that very clear, like yeah. you can't serve me and serve money. Right. Like if you all about a dollar, you all about money, that is your that's your focus, that's your drive, that's what your life is about. You can't <laughs> can't serve two masters Mm. you know and the whole time judas he was serving money that's what he was about he was a thief you know and it's crazy so what is it about right you saw all these things you heard you got the word because you was hearing everything christ said you saw everything he did right um even through you miraculous things happen so even in all of that it still boils down to you choosing to give your heart to Jesus. Right. So you think he was there when Christ said that? <laughs> you can't serve God and you can't serve man. Of course. Yeah. Could you imagine the pe- It didn't pierce him. Nah. He probably was yeah. like, well, yeah, whatever, man. Dog, he had his own agenda. Yeah, he had his own agenda, dog. And he wasn't giving that up. But it's crazy how that was brought, like like you said, the compassion of Christ to even, because I'm thinking about it now, like you was there when Christ said that. Yeah. You know, and it just did not resonate because you was about what you was about. I, I just want to throw a quick point. Is that, I mean, there's nothing wrong with riches and wealth, but the things that that can't drive you, you drive it. You know, money is uh, is a good servant. Says the rich guy. Says the rich man. <laughs> I was just about to say, says the rich young ruler. <laughs> you know, nah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, you it's know, jokes. It's all jokes. Ralph, before people start hitting you, Ralph is. I need, I need a whole something. Ralph is Pope. <laughs> Ralph is Pope. See, the Lord knew who to give all that bread. <laughs> he couldn't have give it to. Uh, if it was me, <laughs> I would have been pulling up. You would have been. Lambo, you would have been bread. You would have been bread king. <laughs> I would have been in the Lambo. <laughs> You would have been in the Rari. In the, in the Rari. You would have been skirt. All day. <laughs> Word, <huh? laughs> that would have been your ad libs all yeah, day. Lord, keep me check, check to check, Lord. Keep me check to check. Nah, but, it, <laughs> you know, just I like where it says he rose from supper and, you know, he laid his garments aside. But that verse three, it says, Jesus, knowing that the father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God. And it's like. He knew who he was. He was so secure within himself. Mm-hmm. That's why he was able to wash their feet. You know, like him washing their feet didn't take nothing away from who he was because he knew who he was. Mm. And I think that's so important for us to really know who we are in Christ. 
and that will that will allow us just uh, this one that will allow us to be servants because mm-hmm. this was like the this was like the most humblest thing you could do lay your garment aside and wash people's feet but I'm so glad that the Holy Spirit was like Jesus knowing the Father given or he's like I know I'm I'm I got everything everything is mine and you know how, what I'm gonna do I'm gonna wash your feet he ain't go yo I'm big dog boss hog mm. and that's crazy so so I think he goes through it in chapter five right all authority. You know, mm-hmm. I got all power. All of it was given unto me. Mm. So again, knowing all of this, knowing what's coming, what would you do? Dog, I probably would have hit everybody with the, the Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, straight erase everything, dog. Hey, Yo, pops, B. it's just me, you, and the Holy Spirit. We good. <laughs> <laughs> now you seen a bit of that with the uh, the fig tree. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, you not producing no figs, yo, <laughs> man." Wither. He hit him with. He hit the fig tree with the that. But like, like you said, if it was any one of us, Duh. it's yo. It been I don't like the. I don't like the I'm way you out. looked at me. <laughs> you never seen that episode of Twilight Zone with the little boy? <laughs> yeah, let's talk. About, you ever seen the episode with the Twilight Zone with the little boy? And he knew what you was thinking. And if you uh. thought bad about him, he would send you to the cornfield. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, B, there's an episode of Twilight Zone, and, and, and you couldn't even think bad thoughts around him. If you thought bad thoughts around him, he would send you to the he would, he would send you to the cornfield. Yeah, that makes this deeper when knowing that Jesus Christ understood his identity, That's, understood yeah. his power and his authority, and he's still going through this. And we read before that he was... Uh, he was um what what did it say? How did it describe it? That he was troubled in his heart. Mm-hmm. He was going through these emotions and all these feelings, and he knew the power that he possessed. Right, and that that's the that's the that's why I say I love that's his character, B. Yeah. Like the character of Christ to know, like fully know, and it just it, that something like this has taught me. You know, the more you become secure. Yeah. With being who you are, it's, it's so it's easier to serve. Yes. It's yeah. easier 100%. to humble yourself because it takes nothing away from you, from serving somebody or humbling yourself. Yeah. You, you know, huh? go ahead, Ralph. And that that comes with faith. You was gonna ask something. I was gonna ask about somebody defined humility as power under um, constraint or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Where you could be. We're seeing God. I, I could be wrong. I could be chopping it up, but we're seeing Him, and it says that it highlights that He knew. Mm-hmm. He knew what the God the Father had given Him. Right. But now you're seeing Him about to do this act, right? right? So we just left the, this great miracle. You know, four days Lazarus was dead, and mm-hmm. he's brought to life, and now we're seeing this. So imagine how His followers are seeing Him now. And and remember like they call him king, entry, the right? triumphal, triumphal entry. entry, and then right. So now it's like, yo, we about to, it's on. Right, you about to defeat these guys, <laughs> yo. Everybody yeah. know Avengers unite. Yeah. And you know, and that's and that's what and that's what I'm thinking. It's like, um, yo, you just came from this triumphal entry. You're about to have this this dinner, right? And and that was the custom then. Is that it was always the the most menial person that would wash the you the know the slave the slave yep. would wash the person's feet because they came in it was muddy and it was dirty and remember as you connected with the other gospels this is when 
the the other two disciples were fighting who what which position right. we're gonna be in. Right. So they're there arguing. We're gonna be on the right hand of God. No, we're gonna be on the right hand. So they're fighting for position. So that right. means if it was, and I could imagine them them thinking that okay, there's nobody, there's no servant here to wash the mass Jesus feet or any of the other feet. If I do it, I'm gonna be the bottom man in the kingdom. Right. Mm. Ah, great point. I'm gonna be the bottom man in the kingdom. So I'm not gonna do it. I want yeah. I want position. So yeah, while they're arguing, thinking, and Jesus knows their thought, he goes, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna do it. That's yeah. So now they're like, "What?" Phenomenal. And you could imagine they, yeah, they fighting, and he's, <laughs> and in the culture, not even the Jews would want that job. Yeah. Right. It was usually a Gentile that right. would come and wash the feet, and he's laying his garment was, aside. It was the lowest of the low position of a slave. You know, so so yeah. um, and it's just like that. what he did. He laid his he laid his glory aside. He laid everything aside and girded himself with human yeah. skin. I wonder. Hand? I wonder if that stung just as much as that whip. <laughs> Remember, like people acting up. He's making the whip <laughs> right here. He's just girding yeah, you got to go back to episode two. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you're right. Like when yeah. when they actually saw him, what right. he was about to do. Right, right. That yeah. had to sting, bro. Yeah, oh, of course. And then what did Peter say? Right. Mm. Yeah, Lord, you wash. What are you doing? They're never gonna wash my feet. Peter Lord. hit him with the hmm. Lord, are you right. washing what my are feet? What you doing? You supposed to be at the head of the table. Right. All right, we just be dirty. Let's just be dirty feet, cause arguing. Nobody's gonna. Yeah. Nobody's gonna do that. But mm. now Jesus is doing it. So let's read on. Seven to seventeen. Yeah. Jesus answered and said to him, "What I am doing, you do not understand now, but you will know after this." Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, if I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, he who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you who and you are clean, but not all of you, for he knew who would betray him. Therefore, he said, you are not all clean. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example, that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Mm-hmm. So what's, what's, what's happening? Peter, bro. That's your, <laughs> he's an awesome character, man. Peter. But yeah, he would, first he was like, nah, you're not going to touch my feet. And then the Lord you know, rebuked him. And he was like, all right, well, now you can wash my head. You can wash everything, Lord. But that obviously that wasn't the point. So what was the point? I think more so it was like, spiritually speaking, it was you have to be cleansed. Like when the Lord told him, um, if I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Mm-hmm. So spiritually, if, if the Lord isn't cleansing you, you know, by his blood and, and by you accepting him, then you don't have any part in him. You know, mm-hmm. what else? Well, um, I think when he says that you have no no part in me, um, 
and that he was responding to Peter about, yo, so wash my entire body, right? Then he says, no, we don't need to do that because you're, um, it's like only your feet because you are clean, but not all. So I think he pretty much, he's saying that, that no part of me, I'm looking at it is that, okay, you've been saved. You've been washed mm-hmm. already. Talking to, you know, the 11, not including Judas. You've been saved already because you've believed. Now, but you're, and so you're already, you're in union with me. Mm-hmm. We're one together, right? But what happens is that I need to wash your feet because as you walk, you know, you get defiled. You mess up. You trip. You know, you, you sin. You do all these things. So in, in those sins, as we all do, as we all fall, right, we lose communion right. with God. So he has to wash you, wash your feet, you know, wash your walk. So I think this is your walk, that sanctification uh, so process. This- so you, so you, he's not talking about losing union because they're saved, but you lose communion when, you know, the, uh, when you fall and when you sin. You know right. what I'm saying? So this is like part of like you're being washed by the word. That's I, how I see it. I was going to read 1 John 1, 9 that says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our right. sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So you nice. think that this yeah. is different then? No, yeah. I, I think that's what it's talking about. Yeah, that's what it's talking but about. But then isn't this talking about salvation? No. No. Mm-mm. Well, read, read verse yeah, 10. Verse, it says, if we confess our sins, right? He yeah. is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. Right, yeah. I think you have to read it. And to is cleanse it a us, verse, right? A verse before it. You want me to read it? Let me see. If okay. we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, mm-hmm. and the truth is not in us. Mm-hmm. So if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So you don't yeah. think that that specifically is talking about just salvation. You think it's no. all during, throughout our walk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's you know, about First John, who's his audience? Who's he's writing about sanctification? The sanctification. So, it, it, verse ten, Jesus told him, "Listen, you know, he who is based." So, the picture, you know, they would understand this picture because back then you had these communal showers, right? So you would go, you would take your shower, clean your whole body, but then you got to go back to the crib. So you end up walking back to the crib. So now your feet get dirty. So then you yeah. have to clean your feet. So he's telling Peter, right? He's Peter, let me wash your feet. And Peter's like, no, right? Whether it's uh, him trying to show uh, fake humility, I don't, I don't know Peter's intentions in saying that. Peter was always saying no to God for some reason. <laughs> and you know, in verse ten, Jesus says, "He who is bathed needs on like you're already bathed, you're already clean, right?" But when you're walking, you're going to pick up dirt in your feet, right? Just like when we walk in our Christian walk, we're going to mess up. So we need to keep short accounts with God mm-hmm. and go to God and confess our sins when we mess up so he could cleanse us of those sins. Yeah, but the part that just, I guess, confused me where it says, if I do not wash you, you have no part with me. Communion. Right? Just like, just like when no you mess up. No part with me means fellowship. communion. And fellowship? Right. Yeah. I think, yeah. That's why when you mess up, are you quick to run? You, you're ashamed, right? I mean, you're assuming I mess up. 
<laughs> Dog, didn't you mess up with the muffin? I don't know what you're talking about. about. You talking about it was a muffin? You didn't, you didn't, you didn't disclose that it was a muffin. A muffin. <laughs> no, bro, I don't even know what you're talking about with no muffin. All bro. I heard is that you did, you you murdered something yeah. two, <laughs> two episodes ago. Muffin yeah. Gate. That was <laughs> Muffin Gate. That was twelve wow. days. Wow. I don't know what Muffin Gate is, wow. bro. That muffin had no chance, though. So yeah, we do mess up and. When we mess up, we go to Christ and we confess our sins. Amen. And he's faithful to cleanse us. And, you know, that's why he's saying all you guys are clean except for one of y'all. One of y'all is not clean at all. Right. Dirty. You even bathe. Right. All right. So, it's, it's you know, you're not going to be born again again. You don't need to right. be born again again. Once you're born again, you're born again. You're sealed. You're you're in Jesus' hand. You're in God's. So, we have that picture of this security that you have. But, dog, we mess up. Right, mm. our feet get dirty walking through this world, and when your feet get dirty, we have uh, we could confess our sins, and and God is faithful to cleanse us, right, so that we could have that communion. Yeah, you 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 know what I like about this that he specifically uses washing feet, and I kind of think of it as because when you go uh, back into Leviticus and is when he goes into the uh, the ceremonial washings after the you know the priests would you know do the um, uh, the sacrifice and then he go to the the basin the bronze laver to wash he washes hands and feet. feet right here you only wash his feet so what do you guys think about that I don't know <laughs> I mean um, I I kind of was looking in terms of like I don't know, I could be this or speculation and, and and with that ceremony the priest would have to wash his whole body once once correct. Yeah. And then after that, it's just his, would, it's just his hands, hands and, his feet. and feet. So I, I was look, I was thinking about like you know it could possibly be that um, hands showing act of doing. Mm. That's a picture of the law. Mm. Um, and I'm thinking here he just did his feet. It's a picture of the grace, like because he's because Jesus has completed all things already, right. and now we rest in him, and now we fellowship with him. We walk in him. Follow, follow we're him following him yeah. yeah we're fo- so i mean i don't know it that's could a be great point spe- speculation yeah. but i don't know speculation i, s- I see <laughs> it verse- makes it, it sounds it makes sense yeah i see verse 15 he says for i have given you an example that you should do as i have done to you you know verse 14 it says if i then your lord and teacher have washed your feet you also ought to wash one another's mm-hmm. feet and yeah that's another reason i think he did it you know just to be an example Mm. You know, if I could humble myself and wash your feet, then you should be able to humble yourselves and wash one another's feet and just having grace and um, love for one another and humility, yeah. you know, because I think this was this was just portraying Jesus's humility, knowing who he was and still, you know, lowered himself and just, you know, became a servant and washes the disciples feet. Yeah. You know, and he's like, this is how I want you guys to be with with one another. So just be an example. So do you think Jesus lowered himself or he elevated serving? Mm. Both. Yeah. I mean, At it's all about time. his humility. And I love what Mike was saying with 14, which always got me, is that he didn't say, you know, um, if I then your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you also ought to wash my feet. Now, he didn't say that. You know, <laughs> right, he right. wasn't looking for it to be you know, given back to him. He, he said as an example for the others to wash each other's feet. So that's just even more humility there to me. Yeah. And I think that's a great um, teaching lesson. Cause as we were saying before that just before they were um, fighting, 
you know, arguing who's going to have the highest position in the kingdom. And Jesus now is explaining how God's economy works, mm -hmm. you know, that it's about serving. That is the greatest position in the kingdom is to be a servant. First shall be last. That's mm -hmm. right. So that's, I think that was the whole point. Like, you know, you're here, we're here to serve one another. And Jesus is the greatest example on, on anything in life. If you want to know how to handle a situation, just look at Jesus. And look at this promise in verse 17. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do mm. them. Mm. So there's a blessing involved with this, right? So what so do I do? That means I, you got to wash feet, Angie. What that's I do it, when I got, a brother, all it, I got I, a brother I in Christ it. I heard it. that ain't serving me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like there's a brother sitting across from me yeah, that don't I be know. serving me, bro. So I'm like, yo, you better start being more like Christ. Serve me. <laughs> Damn, man. I'm just saying, Mike. <laughs> Yo, how you call me? I didn't even say it. I knew you was talking about me, but I ain't Yo. think he's gonna blast me. Server brother, son. Yo, I, I, have, I, to, got mad I have to serve. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't washing none of y'all feet, man. I got stink feet, dog. I ain't washing none of y'all feet. Yo, this was metaphorical. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the store for you. Yeah. Say, we gotta watch feet now. This was metaphorical. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the store for you. Jesus didn't but really mean that. What's the heart? What's the heart of it? What's the heart of it? Serving, loving, humbling ourselves. Right. Mm -hmm. We're seeing, you know, the master um, elevate. He 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 brought himself down and elevated their position. So now they're all on the same plane. Like, just love each other. You know, wash each other's feet. You see me do it, so model everything after me. Because wow. you're seeing me do something that right. you wouldn't expect me to do. Mm. You wouldn't expect the king, you know, God to do. So now it, it's just great how he revealed that to them after this whole Lazarus thing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm, it's yeah, like we, we kind of see the how it peaks, right? Yeah. We see the miracles. It started with water into wine, and then it goes into this grand, you know, act of God. And then right after that, though, he's washing feet. Mm, he could have washed feet first. Right, right, right. And then show, ah, look how dope I am. Look all these things I could do. Like he did all of these things, <clears throat> and then now he's like, yo, washing feet. That's, that's so now you're seeing the character of this person that did all these things. Because I think this is who he's saying, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I resurrected dead. Yes, I turned water into wine. Yes, I heal. Yes, I do all these things. But who I am, I wash feet. Mm -hmm. You know, and I always think about God. I'm like, you know, we... We 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 worship the God who serves. Yeah. What other God serves? Yeah, Every crazy. other God Secular. is like serve me. Yeah. They yeah. oh you gotta go kill yourself. Works based. And and if right. you and if you and, and if you and when you die you're gonna get seven virgins. <laughs> Mm. You know what I mean? Like every other God is come serve me, come serve me. What could you do for me? This right. is the only God is what could I do for you? Mm. You know, and this is that's why the character when you start to understand the character of God and the character of Jesus Christ, dog, there's no one like him. Mm -hmm. So let's that's let's, beautiful. Let's read on um let's go eighteen to what thirty? I do not speak concerning all of you. I know whom I have chosen, 
but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats bread with me has lifted up his heel against me. Now I tell you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe that I am he. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who receives whoever I send receives me and he who receives me receives him who sent me. When Jesus has said these things, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Then the disciples looked at one another, perplexed about whom he spoke. Now there was leaning, now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask who it was of whom he spoke. Then Jesus, then leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, What you do, do quickly. But no one at the table knew for what reason he said this to him. For some thought, because Judas had the money box that Jesus had said to him, Buy those things we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Having received a piece of bread, he then went out immediately, and it was night. Yeah, you want bread? Mm. <laughs> Here's the bread. You want to chase bread? <laughs> Chasing bread. Chasing bread. Bread, money is a cruel. Yo, master. that's all I'm saying. Money I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let you say it. But um, he is a cruel master. <laughs> um, mm. it's they didn't know who it was. Nah, but it it tells you that how how it, how it happened because twenty three it says now nah, there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. You think John was being a uh, boastful there? And then 24 nah. it says, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> you say it was him. And then Simon Peter therefore mentioned to him to ask whom. So Peter's asking John, who is it? Mm-hmm. Then John leaning t- back asked Jesus, Lord, who is it? And it's, I think it was between Jesus and John. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's why the disciples is like, you know, before I used to always think that it was everybody, but rereading it. Again, I'm like this. This happened between Jesus and John. Right. It, it was. It was kind of like you know he probably whispered like oh, right. yeah, the one I give. The one I give. And the, the thing is, Simon. I mean, Judas was sitting in a position of honor at the table. God, that's a phenomenal point. Because right? that that whole dipping of the bread and giving that piece first to the person of honor or the person sitting at the head of the table. That's what it kind of symbolized. Mm. Right. So he did that and gave it to uh, Judas. But what's weird is that nobody knew who it was. Like Nobody had an idea who this was. Mm. The love Jesus had for each of them was the same. He didn't treat Judas any different than the, the rest of the 11. That's big. Right. So that nobody even knew. That's big. Yeah. Right? That's huge. So it's just imagine if you, if you have a camp and you know somebody is dirty in your crew that bias yeah is after a while it's going to be evident you know right how, right you know, how, when it comes to this person you kind of move because you know mm. and we see it you know we see it all the yeah. time i'm guilty of that some of yeah. us even experience it but yeah the love jesus had you know and 
and we read it in the beginning like he loved them till the end right but some people are not affected by the love of jesus right yeah yeah and i like and i like the point where you said that he was sitting in the place of honor because he had to have been close to him to give him that bread so that means he really loved him and he was really probably trying to get to him you know and then for him to say that um his friend um when he quotes that verse you know about um don't where is it exactly his friend deceiving him yeah his friend deceiving him Right, like quoting that verse from Psalms 41, you know, with the whole picture David, with yeah. David, Ahithophel, showing you that he was really close to him. So right. he really broke him, you know, yeah. to be deceived. So he loved him tremendously. And it troubled him. It, says, yeah. it, it troubled his spirit yeah. that Judas was about to betray him. That betra- betrayal. Yeah. And this is the love yeah. of God. This is right. the perfect love. So imagine and, that pain. Right. And the thing is, the, the pain is not that he's hurt by it. Real is not that he's hurt by it. the biggest pain. Because, he know, you remember we said the one who betrays the son of God, it was worse. It should, he should have never been born. born right. Hmm. So that's the pain that really troubled Jesus, that, that, this, that Judas had sealed his fate mm-hmm. to be in, eternally separated from God the Father. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the pain. He was like, "Yo, I love you." Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why he showed him all of that love, right? Because he knew eternally yeah. what he was in for, right? You know, so and I think that's why he shows the world so much love, and why he's so long suffering, and why he right. hasn't come back on the horse to slay the multitudes is because right. he's giving opportunity. That's right, because he knows their future, and it was his choice. He chose that, and he opened himself to Satan mm. right? to be used to be um, do you guys think he was possessed I mean yes yeah. Satan entered him mm. right? he before op- he, he opened himself to that yeah before it says what Satan like whispered to him or Satan spoke to him now Satan straight up entered him so I think that sounds like he was possessed I think what? it's just a constant re- like we were saying like constant rejection yeah you know just throughout because you're sitting there watching jesus rolling with jesus and jesus is loving on you mm-hmm. for these three years but that constant rejection rejection it gets to a point like like how we were saying with the pharisees right. you know he hardened their hearts he he blinded them you know it gets to a point there's a line you know we don't know where that line is but there's a point where you just cross over and well, God is going to confirm. He's going to confirm. He's going to give you your heart. What yeah. is it your heart desires, right? Yep. So if your heart desire that you be, you know, I don't, God, I don't want to be with you. Right. Right? I don't want you in my life. Then, you know, after a while, God will confirm that. Right. It's like you're chasing a little shorty. She keep rejecting you. Shorties reject. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You be sending the DMs. <laughs> and, it, and it hurts Unread. when they reject. <laughs> Dog. Mm. After a while, you could be like, "All right, man, right? <laughs> Confirm that, yo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just leave it alone." And it's the same thing with, yo. You keep rejecting, you keep rejecting, and you know, it's, it's important. Yo, you don't know when, when that line is crossed. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. That's the scary part. It's scary. It's that scary. Yeah, so dog. you know, dog. That's not something you play with, and and we see the pain that it caused. Jesus. Yeah, he said, what, what you do, do quickly. Jesus was always in control, dog. He was in <laughs> control even there. Like, He's dog, like, yo, go ahead, man. Bro, you're not going to move until I tell you. <laughs> <word>. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yo, go ahead, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you could break out. You know, I know you. You stealing and yeah. I know what you. Pieces. Yeah, I know yeah. you got that thirty pieces waiting for you. But was he talking to Satan, or was he talking to Judas? I mean, mm. you know what I'm saying? Same, because right? yeah. I'm just saying, like right there, he's probably talking to Satan. Probably. I see. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I see the same. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. a great point. Yeah. I, I know. I that. I get the I get the idea that he was in full possession. Like yeah. Satan entered mm. him and possessed them. Yeah, it, it was a like you said. It was that decision was like he's like, dog. I don't care. everything I see. I don't care. You know why? Because Satan wanted that satisfaction. Yeah, he wanted that satisfaction. Like, yeah, I did this because mm. he thought that this was a chess move. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. He thought that this was gonna be victory for him. Right, he was right, like, right. "Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna bruise your heel." Right, mm-hmm. not understanding that his head was about to get yeah. crushed. Yeah, right. And then, um, the the perspective from heaven. This is a glo- like this is glory. Christ is about to be glorified, <laughs> right? But from right. the earthly perspective, be like, "Yo, but how you just took this L?" It's all about point of view. When you yeah. <laughs> when your point, point of view, view is horizontal. You can see bef- so far, but when your point of view is vertical, when you can see from God's point of view, you can see from the beginning and the end. It's different. It's yeah. different. And that's totally. very, that's crazy you mentioned that because we got to always check our point of view. And, and you see the, you see Satan's limit. He's not all knowing. He's not omnipotent. Right. He's not omniscient. Like, yo, dog, you don't even, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're, You're being yeah. used as a pawn. Mm. Because God knows the end from the beginning. Yeah, you're going to bruise his heel. Mm. But your head is about to get crushed, dog. And he and the crazy thing, he told Satan that. <laughs> yeah. You he said, told him that you from said the very was beginning. It, yeah. Was it last episode you said it? What? He's a lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> he told him from the very beginning. He prophesied to him and, and Eve. He's crazy. Yeah. He has to be crazy. Your dog, he's a lunatic. Of course. Bro. He has to be crazy. <laughs> There's no other way. No, I'm talking about clinically. Like, <laughs> yeah, B, yo, B. I yeah, think of the Joker. Point. That's what yeah, sin. I was about yeah, to say that yeah, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah. what sin does, right? That's what sin does, and you could see. I, I know we were talking about it off air. Some of the people that we know that's entrenched in sin, it drives you crazy. Yeah, after a yeah. while. Yeah, after it a does. while. Yeah, and you you think Close about over. somebody who's constantly lying. They start believing their own lies. <laughs> Satan's right. the father of lies. So he's right, right, probably right. believing, all right, I'm, if I kill him, it's a wrap. You know, right. like he's believing these lies. And Romans right. 1 says it, you know, they reject yeah, they yeah. reject God as creator, so he gave them over. Reprobate, mm, reprobate minds. Yeah, he gave he Dog, gives them Look over. at the society that we're in right now where we see the shift towards abandoning God, abandoning abandoning calling good evil morals. and evil good yeah. and you like your dog people are going crazy on 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 a a, a corporal scale yeah. your people right. are going crazy where You're, there's more than two genders that's dog that's man how <laughs> I, but i think that's you, crazy you had you had mentioned it i think way back when you was like during crisis time there's there was more demon activity demon activity yeah you know, there was an uptick. There was an uptick, and I think just like how we're seeing it now, the uptick with crazy, with seven thirty around here. That's yes. because spiritually, light is coming. Yeah, 
like something's about to happen you know like they knew the cross was coming they you know so yeah. it's like an uptick mm. so the same way it's like jesus is coming back so we about to go crazy mm. like yeah, a warring lion right right so, yeah. and, and My, our time is short. short and and you know jesus uh talks about the dark right if you're in the dark then you're lost then you're have no direction and you know all these things it's, it's not it's just not good and we see that when when uh, Judas left, it went night, <laughs> and it was night, right? He he left immediately, and he went into the darkness, never to come back. Crazy! Wow, he yep. left the light. It was night. That's why he mentioned what a it. Great contrast. That's why he mentioned it. That dog. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit don't just be writing stuff just <laughs> no, to write stuff. No, be, that's that not a, such a. You'll be great, every jot, every, every tittle, jot, dog. Every, tittle, <laughs> like, every, every comma, every period. Be. That's the whole yeah. sentence. When I read and that too, it was night, and it was night, and it was night. And not only that, the night was coming. The real darkness was coming. The real darkness was coming. Mm-hmm. And then you know we we could, even for Christ, right? What he was going to endure on that cross. Mm-hmm. It was going to be a period of just something we just can't understand. But he was he was about he was troubled. Right? Yeah. His spirit was troubled. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't think John goes through the garden scene. But, you know, that scene alone shows the anguish, the, the pain and the struggle that he was going through. You know, but it's yeah, unfortunate. It's unfortunate that, you know, Judas and there's people right now that rejects the light, rejects the truth. You know, that's how the book started, bro. Yeah, that's that's scary because when you when you mentioned that earlier, uh, you don't know where the line is uh, when God mm-hmm. confirms your rejection. He gives you over to a reprobate mind. Yeah, you know, and that is the most the scariest thing. You know, and and this is the reason why we do. I mean, the scripture, yeah, that's yeah. what you know. The scripture says God is long suffering, mm. so I think it's, you know, it's like He gives the example of Pharaoh. You know, like how many times did Moses come to Pharaoh? Yo, let yeah. the people go, let the people go, let the people go. So, Ten that, right, that's an example of God is long, and it says the scripture says He's long suffering. He's not slack concerning His promise. Right. So God, Christ, like I'm coming back, but I'm, I love people. Mm-hmm. You know, I love mankind, and. You know, so when you cross over, it's not because it was one time. I don't yeah. believe that. You know, nah. that's not his it's, character. His character, he is yeah. long suffering. Yeah. And he's patient that everybody should come to repentance. No, like it's the 2000 years, we still here. <laughs> <laughs> we might be here for another two. No. Chill. <laughs> you know, you say that. Christians be like, huh? <laughs> No oh, man, Christ, Christ is coming back in my lifetime. <laughs> Paul said the same thing. <laughs> but that's how we're supposed to live, right? But that's how you're supposed to live. You're supposed, right. supposed to live. If the rapture like don't that. come, you gotta go. Either way. Either way. Either way. Either way. Either way. <laughs> just give me the Lord. You don't know when you're gonna go. You just go give me the light. Catch a piece of <laughs> catch, catch a piece of corona yeah. and then you, you Yo, be don't tell that, be the people no, is sensitive saying. when it no, comes to I Corona. Think, <laughs> I think that's the Lord's grace. Right up. Think about your mortality. Where you could walk outside, you pass near a crowd, this invisible virus that's just flying up. Yep. That's airborne. Mm. It goes into your nostrils, and who knows how your body's going to react. Right. Yep. Right? So, well, I mean, Ralph could tell us. 
<laughs> nah, man, we ain't got all the time. You ain't got baby. time for that. All right, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, right. It just doesn't make sense. So, what is the what is God telling us through that? Wear your mask. No, dog, you could die at any time. But the people don't think like that, man. Nobody think like that, dog. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Verse thirty-one to thirty-five. Let's finish it off. So when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him immediately. Little children, I shall be with you a little while longer. You will seek me, and as I said to the Jews, where I am going, you cannot come. So now I say to you, a new commandment I give to you. That you love one another as I have loved you. That you also love one another. By this all will know that you are my disciples. If you have love for one another. Mm. Love. L-O-V-E. Love. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, what I love. Yeah, what I love right there. That verse 35, man. It doesn't say, you know. Obviously, God tells us to love the lost and to love everybody. You know, but it says that they will know that we are his disciples, how we love each other. You know, that loving of another saint, another brother or sister in Christ, that is more important because people will then be drawn and they will understand, you know. And as we get into my favorite chapter, John 17 talks about it, too. But I just love that part, man. We have to love each other. It's all about love, man. I like how he just says the little children. Yeah. Like... You know, God is our father. You know, God is our father and, and that should how we should always look at God and it gets hard sometimes, you know, because as you get older, you grow wiser, you start to know more things. You think you know more things, you think you know you think you got things figured out. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> to Christ, man, you little children. And it's just it's comforting that you can always come to God as as a you know He's your Father. You can you can get back to that space of just being like a little child, man. You know, coming to Him in faith, and there's no dumb questions. You know, He's always concerned on how you feel as a child. He's always concerned on what you're doing and just just being vulnerable. You know, it's that that's that's so comforting that I could be like that with God. It's like his little God character slipped out there, right? When he uh, called them little children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? That's dope. Jude, Judas didn't get this commandment. No, he was mm. counting his money right about now, right? Yeah. It would have been a waste. Because mm. he wasn't a disciple. Mm. And, and he didn't have no love for nobody. And he was, except for himself. <laughs> himself right? And he was, he was describing how uh, the character of the disciples should be. How, how you'll know. If somebody's a follower of Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. it's it's the love. That's the that's the clear sign yeah. of a follower of Christ that you have love in your heart, that you love one another. That's how people, right? People on the outside, and that's why you know it's kind of messed up where you know a lot of Christians, you know, have bad bad witnesses. And somebody that probably doesn't know anything about Christ, they'd be like, yeah, you Christians, y'all fake. Mm-hmm. Y'all hypocrites. 
I be talking right. all this yak, 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 but I see, see what you're doing, right? Right. So, yeah, it, it, loving yeah. is hard. Loving is hard, man, because it's because real love is sacrifice. Right? Sacrificial, yeah. You know, For people always else. like you can't love nobody until you love yourself. Yeah. You, know, you gotta lo- <laughs> love, love, love. Yeah. <laughs> if you saw your face when you just, <laughs> yo, man, yeah, you look like you wanted to mush me, man. <laughs> Yo, man, don't, don't shoot the messenger, man. That's that's how it is. You know, and is this, you can't love nobody till you love yourself. Because I used to say it. I, yo, that was my yeah. doctrine. I can't right. love nobody till I love myself, you know, or you got to love yourself first. You know, <laughs> it's all, a, you know, and that's the doctrine, you yeah. know, that's out there. That's you know? self, the devil. Self-love, self-love doctrine, bro. It's demonic. Yep. Nowhere the in the world does it say to love yourself first. Love yourself. Never. Because yeah. everybody loves themselves Christians that be on that self-love <laughs> crazy they wow. all they everyone loves themselves yeah you know what i'm saying when you have a picture a group picture who do you go look for first the person with these they go look for themselves first or Word. when you have That's a bad true. picture on the website <laughs> yo, bad, bad, or when somebody bad. put up a bad picture of you up on the website <laughs> yeah. yo it's yo you yo. know what i'm saying and, and <laughs> you know the whole i got i got evidence <laughs> even, even like you know when people when they commit suicide they, oh he hated himself no because he feel that nobody was conforming to him and liking, you know, liking all <laughs> to wow. her, right? Yo, <laughs> wow, take shots. it easy, man. Yo, be people. That's yo. mental health, man. People. Yeah, there is, yes. I get you, no. but I see what you're saying. No, yeah, it's there real, is, what no, you're saying. No, there is true men- I mental get it, illness. I get it, I get it. But there's a point where there's a lot of people, you know, they get this sense of the bullying or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's not a mental illness, you know. Okay, mental illness um, set aside. Right. But, like, sometimes it's like, yo, the, the whole thing is because you don't, people are not conforming to you. People not you know agreeing with you, yeah. so now you feel oh everyone hates me. That's yeah, because you yeah. love yourself too much, right? Mm. And that's the deception. You know what I'm the, deception that's the deception. Yeah, the deception is, you, like you said, is oh nobody loves me, you right? Know? And so, so then, you go, you go, and, and this is a, it. Don't have to be suicide. You could just right, live right. a self destructive life, right. right? You know where you just self destruct everything, all your relationships, your life, your job. You just you don't care about anything no more, and you purposely go out and you destroy things because you feel like nobody loved me but in actuality is but you G- love yourself jesus say to love your neighbor as you love yourself yeah that's right so what that mean that means as much as you love yourself so how we lo- all yeah, love ourselves so that's right, that's right. Yeah. that same effort and love that you put into yourself put it into your neighbor yeah because we it, all love ourselves. Because it's easy, right? The easiest person to love would be yourself. Because yeah. it's natural to right. love yourself. I mean, I'm the Babies. bomb, though, so I, it's understandable. <laughs> yeah, it's understandable, son. I, I, I. Yeah. No, Babies yeah. love themselves. Right? right. That's <laughs> me. That's a great point. Because it's all about me. Mine. So it's, right. you know how to love. Right. Right? So the way that you love somebody else is the way that you would love yourself. Right? Right. And that's that was the point behind that. So it's always outward. Right. It right. always has to be outward. Uh, yeah, because yeah, like you said, the first thought is about yourself, self-preservation. Like you know, it's always about self-preservation. That's the first thing. But yeah. you know, and that's like I said, it's it's hard. You know, it's hard. It's that's why you know the commandment is love the Lord with all your heart and soul, and then love your your neighbor as you love yourself. With all of that, you can hang all the command. Like he put. <laughs> Every commandment on those, those two, two, on loving ev- loving everyone, putting you last, yeah. putting God first, putting others first. second, 
You know, because oh, that is your daughter. And, and that's what Satan, he works on because he understands. That's what everything hangs on. Yeah. You know, so that's why it's so hard for us to love somebody else other than ourselves. And and I like the point when you when you talk about how Christians get a bad rap because it's interesting how over here, like when you read in Acts eleven, it talks about how it was at Antioch that's when they first called the disciples Christians. So the first initial thing is that you they were seen as disciples. That means followers of the Lord. You know, they serve the Lord um, and they obey the Lord. So they was like, oh, so these guys are disciples, so they are Christians. But now it seems like it's the reverse. You got Christians, but how many Christians are disciples? Word. You know, yeah. you got people just throw that name around, mm-hmm. yep. calling themselves Christians. Anybody. You know, anybody and everybody are Christians, but are they disciples? Mm. And, and it, they it, might not even be saved. It got, right. it got to the point where that love is foreign. Like the love of you, know, you extending yeah. your love to your neighbor or even your enemy is foreign. And when it's displayed, Dog, you will get massacred. <laughs> oh, you remember that? And that, I remember that, that example that, yeah. of I forgot how the whole story go, but some guy's brother got yeah, killed. Got, got, yeah, yeah. Got killed. And during in the court, right? He he hugged. He forgave. Forgave her. Yeah. Right. The the um the police the officer. Cop, the police up. officer that right. shot the person. And then you had the the bailiff. Just being supportive, right? It, just extending, yo fixing her hair and i'm looking at it and i'm like wow i want to be able to do that right right, right. if i was in that position where a family member got you know killed would i be able to do that would right. i be able to forgive him and i'm admiring these people right because you're looking at the person that took away a loved one yeah and you're able to extend the love of jesus christ like dog how do you do that I don't even want to be in that position right. where I'm like, yo, somebody that I love, you know, died in that way. But if I was, God forbid, would I be able to do that? So I'm looking at that like, yo, dog, the amount of bashing these people got. Right. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's not recognizable. Like right. they can't understand that. Right. And it That's was all about part. race. That was the, that was the racist. motive. <laughs> That was the motive of them not seeing it. Oh, people is racist, dog. Yo, that was the motive of them not seeing it because it's like, oh, this lady's white, and yo, how black. these black people? Yo, they, that's that's the slave. That's like you know, yeah. that's the mental slavery and all type of yeah. theories. And right. and that's and that's still from unforgiveness of slavery. Yeah, you know, like you're still holding a grudge against a whole race of people because of what a generation did. You right. know, so now this, uh, so now you got this whole generation that n- nobody in, you know, you're talking about never did slavery, but they held it against them. And it was yeah. just this, because it was all right, the, the backlash that I saw, yeah. it was all racial. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was just, just racial. You, you know, I mean, one of the things I was thinking about that is that when you when you think about, um, I, I, I break it up into three categories, right? The, the, the person who hates uh, another person and that person loves them back, right? That's demonic. Like you see, there's these horrible relationships, you know, husband and wife, where the, you know, God forbid, the, the husband is beating the wife, or but the wife loves the husband. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's demonic. You know, what's, what's the demonic? What's because the the he hates the the person that loves. The, oh, the, oh, okay, yeah, 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 you get yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Right, yeah, yeah. So that's demonic. A person that loves another person that loves them, or hates another person that hates them, that's natural. Natural. It's right. very easy, oh, okay. but. 
But the person that loves the person that hates them, that's supernatural. Yeah, that's supernatural. Oh, okay. That's I see what you're saying. Yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's a three guy. That, t- that was a tongue twister. But you, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I so like that guy was, that's supernatural that's love. supernatural love. So that's like nobody could understand it or see it because that's, everyone's still on the natural. Mm, right. Honestly, it was mostly Christians who could see that because yeah. we understood. Right. You know, like how we're seeing it, like the judge, like I remember watching it. and It I was saw, three. It was three. Like so, the judge was kind of the represent the victim of the brother, right? Right. He for- forgave her. Mm-hmm. The bailiff. The bailiff comforted mm-hmm. her. Yeah. And the judge gave her a Bible, dog, <laughs> and shared the gospel with her, dog. If you don't see this, <laughs> and that's and that's what I said when, <laughs> right, right, when right. I saw it, I saw it as the judge as God yeah. the Father. Oh. Ooh, the the person picture. person forgiving him as Christ, a right. and the bailiff as the Holy Spirit. Wow. And when I saw that, I was like, "I'm like, oh, fam." Oh. But like you said, it's supernatural. You have to have that yeah, point of view, right. right? If right. you don't have that point of view, you're gonna look at it as, "Yo, it's the slave being yeah. being yeah. coddled by the slave master." Right, right, right. That's wicked. <laughs> And listen, man, you're not saying But again. That <laughs> <laughs> you got to hit, hit the yeah, disclaimer. Yeah, yeah. Your disclaimer. We're not saying that slavery so you're wasn't see bad. You know, in part said the judge was God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, get out of here, man. If you don't understand what we're saying, then go back in John 1 and just start reading. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it's all. Yo, dog, we but just, we're, just, we're just talking about the supernatural love that we're supposed to have. It, it's, from, it's from God, right? Only. And it's from being born again and having the Holy Spirit living inside your heart. Because without that, dog, fam, no. And again, that breakdown could be totally wrong. Like Marcus, I don't want no, <laughs> oh, dog, I don't want no DMs. Don't flag me. Don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't report us, please. Yeah, Kip, Kip Ministries, <laughs> Kip said, no one part ministries. They they said the bailiff was the Holy Spirit. Yo, man. Yo, man, for real, dog. <laughs> <laughs> we're not saying none of that. No, we're, we're just, just talking about the love of God. This that was a supernatural love, right? Amen. Yeah. And if you're if seeing somebody that caused so much harm, right? And and it happens all the time, but it's it's never reported. But this obviously hit the mainstream because it fit, right? You had yeah. black and white, so let's start continue to stir up that pot. But you know, it was I was amazed to see the love of God. In this young man's uh, heart, yes. that was supernatural. He was able to forgive Amen. her, and just seeing you know, all three of them did something that to me was amazing. Because I don't know, and I prayed to have that type of love and compassion in my heart. Right, you know every so? day, dog. So that was it. All right, so let's verse finish up, thirty-six man. to thirty-eight. Mm-hmm. Ralph, read it. Okay, Simon Peter said unto him, uh, "Lord, whither goes thou?" Jesus, <laughs> this guy. Yeah, what well, you got? A king? <laughs> you got a, a sixteen eleven? <laughs> yeah, you, you got the Septuagint over there. <laughs> Jesus answered him, "Whether I go, thou canst not follow me now, but thou shalt follow me afterwards." Peter said unto him, "Lord, why cannot I follow thee now? I will lay down my life for thy sake." Jesus answered him, "Will thou lay down thy life for my sake? Very verily, I say unto thee, the cock." 
shall not crow till thou hast denied me thrice. So yeah. Peter's mouth was always <laughs> Now Peter ten. thought he was going to be a martyr. <laughs> he didn't think. He knew. He was. <laughs> but Jesus was like, yo, man, you're going to be the first one to run, man. Get out of here, man. Talk about your martyrdom. <laughs> yeah. Are you attacking Andrew? Peter was, Peter was that rock, though, boy. Peter had to go through some things, but he was that rock. Right. So you best to chill with that. <laughs> nah, shout out to Peter. Listen, Peter, he and be, he 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 was ready. And know? rumor has it that he um, he told them to crucify him back upside, upside down because he yeah. wasn't worthy. So that was an ultimate G move there. Straight so up. shout out to my boy Peter. Maybe he thought about this situation. You know, when it was time for him to get crucified, oh, he probably yeah. was like, "Yo, that, yo for the rest yeah. of his Doug. life." I, yeah, I yeah. denied For my the Lord. rest of his right, life right. that I played a part in his decision. Yeah. yeah. Yo, Peter was always trying to prove his love to Jesus. John rested in his love. Mm, that's a, yeah. And that's why he was always foot and mouth disease. <laughs> mm. That's a perfect picture. And the Lord always had to correct him like, yo, chill out. <laughs> right. Chill out. We don't need to John ever prove was, it. John was like, your dog, I know this guy loved me. Right. All right. And he rested in that. We yeah, saw the yeah. picture mm-hmm. of him leaning on Christ's chest, just in fellowship. But Peter was always saying something. Yo, yo, transfiguration. Yo, we should do this. Like, no, listen to my son. So he was always trying to prove Jesus that he loved Great him. Point. Yo, we'll die. Yeah. I'll die for you. No, no way. You're not gonna. Yo, Peter, just chillax, man. Yeah. And I go ahead. No, go ahead. Now I was thinking. You know, it's. Like God uses our characters. Yeah. You know, it's like Peter is like a Martha. Yeah. And John is a Mary. You know, you right. seeing that that, right. that that those that characteristic again of always doing, doing, wanting to do. And I think God uses that too. You know, even yeah. though it might like you said, it might they, they they're presumptuous because they're quick, they're always action and you know, there's people like that. You know, you we all know people like that. There's always it's comforting. Always, always ready to do and i think god uses it too because it's peter it's peter who went out and preached that sermon like right out the room (laughs) he was the first one out there three thousand saved you know because that was just who he was you know what i mean and i think god uses that like god loves peter you know he loves martha you know they were presumptuous they always wanted to do and they said a lot of things that you know maybe later they regretted but that was just who their character was, and and God used it. Cause when I think about Peter, you know, at the end, you know, like, like he 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 was a martyr, but also he was the first one. As soon as the Holy Spirit came, he was the first one out the room, and he he preached the greatest sermon ever. Right. I, I would much rather be the dude that steps out the boat. Exactly, Peter. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't want to be the eleven. Right. He. That's he, just me. Now you, yeah. Peter. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. The, the one of the things that kind of like, uh, like what you the point, just the point you were saying about um, the foot and mouth disease. I I like that we don't need to prove our love to Jesus. He loves us. He thoroughly, utterly, to the utmost, to the farthest. He loves us. He loves us um, tremendously, and we don't need to prove it. We don't need to perform for him. You know, it's it's about uh, perfection in relationship, not perfection in perform in performing. You know, mm-hmm. so and that's the sweet thing about our Lord, you know, that we could just love him and rest in him. It's about our relationship and not about performance or doing anything to try to earn 
his love because you know it's already there so you know and i'll just like to say we thank you lord for this opportunity we thank you that we could just break bread here and just get into your word and we just see all the different characteristics um of all these people you presented to us and we thank you jesus that um you sat here and you showed us how to serve one another how to wash each other's feet lord god and we pray that you give us this same service heart to one another lord god and we pray that to all those that are listening that they come to know you and be born again and be saved and serve one another the same way you serve us and we love you and we glorify you in the mighty name of your son jesus amen amen amen, amen.